I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Hello, David. And once talking time for the movie oh, You're talking over you. me deliberately. That's a new technique to try and ruin the opening of Stalking Isn't Time. Isn't that our trademark? I feel yeah, like yeah, that's no, our trademark. you always try and ruin the opening right. of Stalking Time. That's but it, yeah. so far, you've not done just rather route one. I'll just talk over him. So it's far. like the beginning of The Simpsons, is it? You think there's only a couple of ways of doing it. But yeah, no, you've really found different ways of doing it. You normally wait till I might or might not introduce right. Tim Hinks. Oh, That's yeah. normally what happens, is yeah. I say, with my co-host, and you go, what, or something. <laughs> right. I think you're supposed to say Tim Hinks at that yeah. point. But now you've maybe just, I've, you've gone with a, with a blunt instrument. Maybe I'm um, just sort of moving it on a bit and yeah, being a bit I, creative I'm about it. I'm already interested in what you can do next time because you've sort of <laughs> gone to a very default place. Yeah, I could have slightly painted myself into a corner. Yeah, you've sort of it's sort of like I said hello and you've just gone boo. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. I might do that next time. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to Stalking Time for the Moon Boys, the podcast uh, about David Bowie, but not really. Um, Much loved by a bloke called Chris Creature. Shall we read Chris Creature's thing? Oh, yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? I'm going to read it, uh, if I can find it. So, I'm doing a new podcast, which I might as well advertise on this podcast with Faye Ripley, called uh, Badil and Ripley's Buy, Leave It or Not. Chris Creature on Twitter... Mm is troubled by the fact that I'm doing another podcast and right. says, does this mean no more at SFTTMBs, which mm. you might have to work out. Mm. It's talking time for the Moon Boys. It's my favourite podcast of all time. It's so fun and entertaining. Please tell me some good news. And I say, no, it doesn't. I may never give that up. Uh, however, this one is funny too. I'm talking about the other right, one. Right, right. And Chris Creature says, and this is slightly disturbing, mm. thank you. I've listened to every... I mean, if you're, you're listening, Chris, you must be listening. So, sorry, I've said it's disturbing, but it, it is. I've listened to every episode like 30 times, and it's never not funny and brilliant and entertaining. You and Tim are amazingly funny, and I just love where every episode wanders off to and then wanders off again. There's no other podcast quite like it. It's incredibly special. Uh, embarrassed smiley face. Oh, it's lovely, isn't it? It's absolutely lovely. I I don't want to embarrass Chris by reading it out. I don't want to embarrass the rest of our listeners by Mm. just reading out praise, but I have done that now. No, but also, I'm intrigued. Did he say he'd listened to each episode 30 times? Yes, he did say that. I mean, I wonder if that's exaggeration or if he actually has. Yeah, I'm thinking it must be exaggeration. I mean, Chris will definitely be getting in touch on Twitter. So, Chris, you're listening. You must be. In fact, this may be the 29th time you've heard me say this, but... Do you actually listen 30 times or is it more like It's a suspiciously four? round number, isn't it? Yeah. I but would say. Still, but, but how nice to have Chris on board. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I'm mean, i going to say this as well. So, Chris, again, don't take this the wrong way. But uh, I've been watching uh, Flight of the Concords mm. with my son because uh, mm. my son is very rigorous about comedy and mm. most modern comedy he doesn't like. Right. Most modern comedy is not that funny. Yeah, I've said it. Bloody but, hell. But... We're, we're back on the front page of the Mirror and Sun again <laughs> yeah, after that. Yeah, we are. But... 
Uh, Flight of the Concords hilarious, and there's a character in that called Mel, who's a sort of super fan right. of the Concords. Of course. Uh, now I, she's very weird and creepy. And Chris Creature, <laughs> you're not like that. Nonetheless, I can imagine her saying almost exactly that about Flight of the Concords. Do we think, by the way, and again, I'm, I'm mindful of we've got a super fan, and I just I don't want to blow it. Yeah. But is Chris Creature a Twitter hat? Yeah, well, I don't know Handle, what his real name is. Or, is I, that was, that's not I assume he's name. not really called Chris Creature. Don't know, but uh, it could, uh, could... Hang on, uh, let's see if we can see... No, it just says Chris Creature at Chris underscore Creature. So, so it could be his real... Because I don't want to make it sound like a picture that's a, of Chris. An odd name. I mean, we might be overdue. Well, he just looks like a very nice, normal chap. Yep, there he, he is. Of course, like the indie. Yeah, kind of hipstery. Yeah. Um, so, you know, well on you, Chris, anyway. Well yeah. done. And good news is, we yes, uh, I mean... This podcast, as far as I'm aware, makes me no money, makes Tim no money. I get lots of money, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a labour of love, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's a labour. No, it's not a labour. Um, there's got to be something of love. Yeah, what it's, is a, a labour of love, then? A labour of love is something that's hard work, but you do it, I think, because... Because you enjoy it. Because you enjoy it. Yeah, it's not so hard work. It's not hard work. No, but... It's a, re- it's a re- relaxation of love. <laughs> that, sounds <laughs> that sounds weird. Really that sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds like something that would be on the menu at some <laughs> weird tantric weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and now the relaxation of love. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I but, know what you mean. But 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 as Ricky Gervais says, best fans in the world. Best fans. Best fan in the world. In that case, Chris Creature. Thank you for that. All right. Do you, so, can I, do you want to guess what happened to me this week? No, I have to. Before that, oh, I right. will do that. But right. I have just come. I'm just going to say this. Oh yeah. yeah. From Tom Stoppard's house. That's I have. right. It's round the corner from the shed. Yeah. Me and Tom have become mates. Yeah. I'm just saying this in a kind of clunky mm. name dropping way. Mm. But there is a relevance to it because I thought if I'm going to go and see Tom. I'll ask him the question mm. that I would ask anyone of his generation mm. and stature, which is, did you ever meet David Bowie? Right. And, of course, he did a number okay. of times, but there was a specific thing he told me, which, he, hot news, uh, is that Sabrina, his partner, Sabrina Guinness, who's lovely, she worked on Man Who Fell to Earth. Wow. She, she was... Okay. I thought, oh, was she like an actress? But no, she just right. was like a runner like a, or like something. A, okay, right. Um, and she's got his dressing gown from Man Who Fell to That's Earth. Inc- They've got it. Tom you Stoppard. saw it? No, they were, they've got a flat in London, but okay. uh, it's in Dorset where they live. Uh, and actually, he, he said, if you come to Dorset, which we're, we're on that kind of terms where he's inviting me to Dorset, you could wear David's dressing well, gown. So he said, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Because he, he actually said to me, oh, you must come to Dorset. We could be, do a kind of B&B thing. Now, in a B&B, a posh B&B... What does he mean, well, it must do a B&B thing? You like, can stay overnight and have breakfast. You can stay... That's just saying, come and stay over. Well, he's, that's what he said. Right. He just Why did he as, put it in terms of a B&B? I don't know. I think I quite like Dufresne. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I actually immediately had an image of quite a nice breakfast. I don't... Right, right. Know, I can't guarantee that, but that's right. what I had. Yeah. Uh, a bit of four in a bed. I had a top stop on. <laughs> that's really good. It's just the people in four in a bed. Well, you give him points. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I give him points of their money. <laughs> I'm going to underpay you five pounds because David Bowie's dressing gown <laughs> was a bit less exciting than I thought it would be. But that's that, the point, is that at a posh place, not really a B&B, but, you know, a hotel or whatever, mm. they, of course, provide dressing gowns. And what they can right. provide is David, David Bowie's dressing, dressing gown. Yeah. yeah, that would be brilliant. And I was just trying to remember, isn't it? Is it sort of red? Is it that slightly checked? I'm trying to well, remember. here's the question. When he said it, I didn't ask this. I should have asked it, but he might not know. Is when he says David Bowie's dressing gown and man who fell to earth, does he mean one that he actually wore oh, I see. as the alien, or just one that he was wearing in his trailer saying. in between Nicholas Takes Rogue, and, yeah, yeah, coming in and saying, "David, I think you're doing this in a slightly too creepy way." I would have thought... Have you got anything else apart from a bit creepy? <laughs> a bit weird and creepy? And also, I'm going to have to say it, you're really wooden. Yeah. Someone's got to tell no, you. But it works in Man Who Fell to Earth. Everyone There's says... There's no question, I think, that David Bowie is... 
great in Man Who Fell to Earth because that weird acting style that he put in everything else where it doesn't work does yeah. work in that film. There was, I th- I mean, we must have discussed this, but there was a BBC programme during his, the anniversary, which was about him, fil- his film career. It was on BBC. Have we talked about this on Radio 4? I think you have. And it was like Mark Mode and... Right. Yeah. Reassessing Bowie the actor. Well, for me it was like, they should have basically got us in because yeah. there are uh, there are so many things so you many could things do. where that doesn't happen though. Well, no, but not only that, there are so many other th- ways of tackling Bowie. Yeah. They've obviously thought, why don't we do the thing where we reappraise him as a film star? And obviously, yeah. what we should say is it's all completely underrated, right? And so what they did is they went labyrinth. Obviously, they've started talking about labyrinth because that's a, that comes under the heading of my kids loved it. That yes. thing. You so, know what? I've never watched labyrinth. Well, I've seen it because my kids watched it. Right. And I should watch it. Really. It's the, honestly, it's the same acting. It's exactly the same. It? It's another Bowie <laughs> performance, <laughs> just with a more but it's a bit, it's more, more extraordinary wig. Yeah, more extraordinary wig, and it's hasn't it got like. The Muppets in some way, not the Muppets. Well, is it Fraggle Rock or something? It's Dolly, something. who obviously was a Bowie fan anyway, my daughter, but yeah. she really likes Labyrinth. Um, I think it's quite a good story. Yeah, it's, it's, um, he's a sort of sprite who appears in a young girl's room. That sounds a bit weird. Uh, and obviously we have he's to be a, careful with that. He's a sprite. Isn't it? Well, who is well, he? Well, maybe. Who is he in Labyrinth? He's a, isn't he a wizard? He's a wizard, okay. I haven't seen it, so... No. Now, I mean, this is interesting, isn't it? It's like anything after... It's, it's 90s work. It's, I also think of it the same way I think about the films, which is I don't really know the films very well because they're all kind of appalling. Yeah. So I've watched them all once, probably. I went to see... Um, what's it called? Merry Christmas with Catherine, Lawrence. Well, that. That's terrible. Yeah. Catherine Deneuve at The Hunger. Oh, I haven't seen that. I actually saw that at the cinema. i tell you what um, I have seen, which you might not have seen, yeah. is he plays Tesla, like the car guy. Yeah. I mean, what the cars are named after. Yeah, t- Tusk. Uh, it's called Tesla, Elon Musk. He? Yeah, well, Elon, well, yeah, but Elon Musk named his car after oh, a 19th right. okay. century or early 20th century oh, scientist right? called okay. Victor Tesla. I okay. want to say Vic, that's probably wrong. Right. Uh, who was a sort of, you know, was into electricity and right. things like that, but also I think spiritualism at the same time. Okay. I mean, I might be talking bollocks here, but anyway, there's a film called, it's got Hugh Jackman in it. Okay. The, um, but anyway, Bowie plays Tesla in that. Okay. I've seen that. It's same acting. And it's terrible. Same acting. Yeah. Yeah. So and the, he's also in playing himself. What does he play himself? Zoolander. Yeah. Zoolander two, maybe two. Or maybe it? it's one. Don't know. But but that's the thing is that what we know is that on a man who fell to earth, dressing gowns aside. Yeah. Everyone says he's brilliant in that, and then the next thing I suppose says yes, but he was just playing himself. And yeah. I think, but the I prestige. Think that's all, the prestige. Like that. Okay. Yeah. That's a brand of saucepans, isn't it? Yeah. It's nothing. Wear. It's very little about saucepans. You sure? In it, pretty sure, yeah. Right. I mean, some they've missed opportunity. And it's a Christopher Nolan film. Okay. Yeah, he plays Tesla in it. Yeah, Nikola Tesla. It's basically Nikola's a girl's name. <laughs> is that what you were taunting with if he was here? But the other thing is every single it's a very seventies girl's name. Yeah. I imagine Nikola was someone in Grange Hill. Okay. I mean, probably someone called someone in Grange Hill. I think Nicola Tracy is that is that isn't it Tracy? Yeah. Does anyone get called Sarah anymore? Yeah. There's yeah. lots of them. Sarah. Yeah. Do they? Okay. Well, I don't know. My I have an ex-girlfriend called Sarah. Yeah, but she's not a baby, is she? No, she's definitely right. not a baby. Right. So I'm no, talking no, about she's now. She's in her forties. Right. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, no. So all the acting. So that was a wasted opportunity when we could have done so many other things yeah. to rethink Bowie. Right. Not his films. Not his, they're, not, they're, they're yeah, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so guess what happened to me? Yes, we're back um, to what happened this you? week. Okay, that's very broad. That's a very broad guess. Guess what happened uh, to me this week? You're basically just saying guess something about me. Guess. Okay, um, I was coming up my house. Right. Coming at your house and you met someone. Uh, yeah. Uh, a pop star. Nope. Nothing. Nothing to do with music. Nope. Nothing to do with David Bowie. Nope. Oh. 
So is this leading to a Bowie thing? No. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> right. Well, then I'm, I'm slightly at a loss. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, so no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You, you came out of your house and yeah. you met someone. Yeah. Are they a person of note at all? No. Well, they live opposite me. Okay. No. Right. Uh, I'm not going to say their name. Someone but... someone opposite you yeah. said, I listened to Stalking Down from the Moon Boys. No, it's no, Chris it's Creature. It's... He's moved it opposite to <laughs> it's you. Got, it's got nothing to do with the podcast or Bowie or anything. Okay. It's really unfair. It's to do just... with my dog. Yeah. Again... Uh, well, it helps a little bit because I met your dog, so at least I, yeah, I have a sense. Yeah, it's to do with the dog. Okay, so Tim's dog, that... dog, we have talked about before. Ace. We, yeah, yes, mm. that's Tim's dog. That's not mm. just Tim thinking, yeah. that's great, we're going to be talking about my dog. <laughs> Ace is a sort of little terrier type dog. Boston terrier, yeah. Yeah, we, we did a whole bit, I think, about when you came for a walk about two years ago now. And okay. And all that stuff about how you had to have a bag of shit. Right. In your... Well, it's absolutely... I'd forgotten that, but it's another bag of poo. All oh, right, well, we, um... we I think it's actually one of the best, uh, Chris Creature would know, one of the best dog times ever was when we talked about the extraordinary fact of, if you remember, it was during, during the height of lockdown. Yeah, I remember the war. And so every poo post box, was, oh, as right. you might call them, was completely yeah. full. Yeah, yeah. And thus that's he right. did a shit very early on, yeah. as dogs are want to. Yeah. He did a shit very early on. You had to put his poo in a bag and then you were essentially just walking around Hampton's Heath with shit in your pocket that's for about right. an hour and a half, which well, was hilarious. So it's another bag of poo thing. Okay. But it was... <laughs> weirdly awkward again I don't know how people this, must have discussed this but so Ace had done a poo in our back garden yeah he's a dog for we anyone, all, we all do anyone tuning in late he's a dog <laughs> and I thought every now and again you sort of think well I'll collect them up I say every now I don't leave it to every now and like then tip, yeah. but like maybe over 24 I think well, I'll collect I'll do a poo collection yeah so I put them into the black bag yeah and I'm walking out my house and on the way to the tube there's a sort of bin so that's that's what a I'm heading for bin. yeah but as I walk out, the woman who lives opposite saw me and waved. Right. So I thought, well, we haven't seen each other for ages. We're not, like, particularly close or anything. But um, So I crossed the road, see her, but I'm thinking, oh, I've got a poo bag. And yeah. I sort of think, and I suppose the calculation in my mind is, very quickly I've got to work out, does that matter or not? Yeah. Well, is it just how the, smelly is the poo bag? The poo bag or the poo? Well, do you smell of shit as a result oh, I of this? No. And are you going to have to say... Sorry, we know I'm seeing for ages. A bit awkward, but I don't. I haven't shat myself. It's, I've got, I'm carrying poo. No, it's not my own. She'll say you protest too much. I say that to her quite often. But, but no, I, it doesn't smell. But I suppose I'm very self-conscious about it. Yeah, it's a bag you have of a poo. sense that you have. It poo feels like it. a thing. I don't know her that well. Yeah, it just feels like a thing. Imagine what life is like for people with colostomy bags. <laughs> exactly. They don't carry them, do they? Around with them. Yes, they do. No, but they don't. Literally carry them they do. in the street, do they? When they cross yeah. the street, yeah. I, I mean, we shouldn't under... be careful here because I don't Isn't want it to demon. Want... It's under clothing, yeah, yeah, but that's still carrying it. No, I understand that, but that's yours like... is under clothing. It's in your pocket. You're not waving it in front of her okay. face. But that would be that would be like saying I can't possibly go out and see anyone because I'm naked, apart from I'm carrying it under my clothes, my nakedness. So it's not. I don't think that. Well, I said, imagine what it's like for people with colostomy bags. All I'm saying is that. You have said, I feel self-conscious because I'm carrying around some right. poo. Yeah. And I'm saying they're always carrying around poo, those people, and they yeah. they, they deal with it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know whether you've definitely said the right thing no, about the colostomy Maybe community, not, but, I, but I, I'm yeah. right behind you. Solidar no, no, okay. Solidarity. Well, you. I suppose to take that point, I thought quite quickly, I think the best thing to do here is to sort of slightly hide it. Right. And not make a thing out of it. And that just felt like the right thing to do. So as I crossed the road, I did think about dropping it. 
Right. But that would be weird. That would be in the middle ter- of the road. And, yeah, and terrible. I mean, but I did. I did a little flash of should I drop it? Yeah. So instead of that, I just held it. I'm sure. I'm mean, sort of sort of behind me. Right. So that's the worst place for it. It, it turns it, out. If, if well, you'll, you'll tell me why, but it, you, you should just not carry a bag of poo behind you. I didn't even. It was more well, as you'll see. Okay. You, you I tell carried, me what happened. I carried it slightly to the side, but right. I, it was concealed, and I was not sort of drawing attention to it. Mm, right, that's good. So imagine I, if you had been. I, w- <laughs> I have some shit. Hello, here is some shit. Well, I might as well. Well, no, that would have been better. Right. So what happened? Because let's so get I'm, to what happened. So we're chatting, and I'm slightly hiding, and I'm chatting, and how, she asked how things were, and I said absolutely fine, and there was a little bit of you know polite, you know, what's it, and then. She said, are you going to the gym? Right. And I said, and I thought, oh, what bit of me looks like yeah. I'm going to the gym? Yeah. And as she said it, she was looking at the poo bag. <laughs> the poo bag is just, why would that make her think you're going to the and gym? And she thought it was some sort of bag that I was carrying. What? Yeah. Trainers and... Well, or, or the, or I think maybe it was a. She saw enough of it, or maybe she didn't see all of it. But she okay. literally looked in my hand. Because I've been with you yeah. and other people when mm. they've picked up dog poo, and it's normally mm. a tiny bag. It's small, but yeah. I think because it's, it was. I mean, like, you, she must imagine that when you go to the gym, you turn into a dwarf <laughs> because that that is not a hold all that you can get gym gear. I just do it in my pants. By the way, yes, you like, just. just that, but like, then you wouldn't say you go to the gym. If you just went to no, but I think she said, "Are you going to the, the gym?" The bag is what made her think you were going to the gym. Well, it definitely was because, and I think it was because it was concealed. I was sort of, I'm holding something, right, and it looks bag-like, right. And she said, "Are you going to?" In fact, she actually said, "Are you going to Barry's?" You know, which is Barry's boot camp, which is because she goes there. Oh, I didn't know Barry's boot camp. Do I know? Barry's yeah, boot um, camp? we've discussed famous. it. Have we? Uh, I'm not really aware of Barry's boot camp. Are you not? No. It's quite a big thing. Is that a I mean, gym? It, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's like a sort of famous American. It came over here and all the celebrity. Really? Yeah, I, I missed that. I mean, not just because I'm clearly not enough of a celebrity, but also I generally avoid gyms. In fact, someone, a friend of mine, is trying right. to get me to have a personal trainer at the moment because she's worried about my basic health, which is fair enough. Uh, and one of the things I've already told the trainer is mm. I can't stand gyms, so let's, right. not, let's not go to a gym. Well, okay, so I don't so, know about yeah, that. Okay, well, it's quite, it's quite a thing, and yeah. it's all over the country. And so she said, are you going to the gym? And looked at the bag, and I thought, fuck, you know. Do you know what? You're making me concerned. She definitely looked at the bag. Right. Because I really hope that is the case. Right. <laughs> because I just thought, okay, well, she's seen the bag, and right. I can't... But here's the thing, right? You were very self-conscious when you went yeah. over about the fact you were carrying the poo bag. Yeah. And you just might have related anything that she said that was, I know that you- was not just how are you to the fact of the poo bag, but it might have been that she just thought you oh. were on the way to the gym. I don't know why she would have thought that. So. I, don't, I really don't understand why a small brown, a black bin liner yeah. held in your hand with this small... <coughs> like, a testicle held slightly size, behind Testicle my... size, right. right? That's what right. it is, right. isn't it? It's like, we, like here is one... Testicles. Here is one dangling testicle. No, it's... It's, it's, it's not like, bigger than that. It's about, like a bag of bananas. Really? How, how, yeah, how much like, shitting has he Well, done? sorry, the point I should make... Oh, you remember I said I, d- I did a bit of a retrospective... Oh, so it's quite a big up. bag it's, of poo. It's, it's quite a big bag of poo, but it's not... <laughs> it's like it's a bag of bananas. <laughs> what kind of pooing does he do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like a banana-sized b- a bunch poo. of five... He's a tiny dog. Yeah, five it's even bananas. smaller after I collected all that. Five bananas? It's like five bananas worth of poo. Okay. But the point is, 
I'm certain she looked at it, and it, but if she didn't, it's even worse what happened because I said, I th- she sort of, I didn't want to get the bag out with her saying it, but I, we were both looking at it, or I, rather, I was aware she was looking at it. So when she said, "Are you going to the gym?" There was a beat, and I said, "No, <laughs> no, I'm just getting rid of some poo." <laughs> And I sort of, okay. And I sort of turned as I said that, yeah, yes. And sort of thought that's my exit line, right? And it, you know, like it sort of echoed in my head as I was yeah. off. And she said, "Give my love to Pippa." Right. <laughs> okay. If yeah. she didn't see the bag, yeah. or then I'm really that's a. Yeah, uh, I think occurs to me that is quite bad. Well, not only is it quite bad, I think you're wrong in like because you clearly thought from your mm. point of view. She's mistaken this bag, this yeah. bin liner, which is quite big because it's got banana poo in it, <laughs> for a bag with trainers and a towel guess, and things yeah. like blah, blah, blah. Therefore, it's, it, um, this is a good explanation. But I don't think anyone could have mistaken that for for a gym bag. Apart from anything, you're a TV executive, right? right. You, you do well for yourself. You've got a lovely house. Right. right. It's really nice. You know, you don't go to the gym with a fucking bin liner. You go with a designer holdall. I... I suppose, like, again, I need to remind you, she didn't see the whole bag. Yeah, but she would have seen it was a bin liner. Yeah, but that can look... Like, you can get sort of Dolce and Gabbana, can't you? That bin liner, <laughs> like, that slightly sort of shiny leather. It, it's, here's the problem. It's all playing out quite quickly I mean, we well. need to move on, but here's the problem, I think, for you. To what, by the way? We here's the problem for you. I think it's possible mm. that she maybe has seen you go to the gym mm. in the past, seen yeah. you walking no, into we've Barry's. we've been to Barry's together. We've been, been to Barry's together, right? Bumped into okay, so here's your problem. That yeah. totally fits into my theory. Right. And she's like, you have to see it from her point of view. Right. Conversations may be running a bit dry <laughs> between you and her because you haven't seen her for a while. Yeah. And you've gone over to say hello. Mm. She associates you as someone who goes to Barry's quite a lot. Yeah. You've just come out of your house. So she said, apropos of nothing. Right, that's Are the, you going to Barry's? Are you going to the gym? And the you moment. said, no, I'm just going to deliver some poo. Whatever you just said. And she's thinking, oh dear. Just <laughs> drop off some poo. Drop off some poo. <laughs> which sounds a bit like, I tell you what, if, if she didn't see the bag and didn't think, oh, I get that, right? She will think, oh, Tim needs to go to the toilet quite badly and has done a, you, has done a euphemism for it that I've never heard before. And he's probably going to the gym after that. Way, a euphemism that mentions a thing you're trying to euphemise. Yeah. <laughs> sh- literally a shit euphemism. It's so much yeah. more acceptable when you say deliver did rather she than say, do. Did she by any chance say, oh, I'm surprised you didn't do that before leaving the house? Do you want to come in? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what she thinks. <laughs> she thinks, oh, Tim's told me he needs to go for a shit, and so therefore, no, it did, therefore isn't going to the gym. It did slightly echo when yeah. I said it. It did seem to yeah. change the mood, and, um, you know, I went off feeling... Oh, I mean, I really think if we, if we throw this back a bit, that your question, guess what happened to me this week, is like, who would have got that? Right. I mean, who could have uh, got that guess? What, Except for her. Over... Her or... Or you, you, someone else you've told about it. There is an inf- with the monkeys and typewriters. It would happen, wouldn't it? An infinite yeah, beyond, uh, yeah, but, in the quantum but, universe. Right, right. But it would definitely. Take, take all, well, it, how long would that take? I think if we use Planck's constant, which is a very, very, very tiny number, like one times ten to the point million million million. Right. Uh, it would be something like that probability. Right, right. That I would be able to guess that. Right. Um, I'm going to check that I always do because we have to move on. Uh, Bowie news, but I right. don't have my laptop, uh, so I'm just going to check it on the phone. 
uh, and see if there's any David Bowie news that we can talk about. Oh, this is doing our research uh, live. No, lavish, lavish lifestyle of gangster's girlfriend who recruited her own family into drug gang. Okay, that's because there's a woman called a gangster's girlfriend called Jodie Bowie. Okay. That's no good. No, no, no. Uh, Bowie's boys lose playing game at the buzzer. The Bowie Jack Rabbits, oh, this has nothing to do with David Bowie no, either. It'll be a knife in a minute. Lost a f- heartbreaker on Friday night at the buzzer in their third game. So is, is Bowie not making the news anymore? It might be the case that he's not making. Oh, hang on, I can see him here. That's yeah, that's really sad. If that's if it's thrilling full trailer, it says here on Key Rank for Showtime's sci-fi series, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Okay, that's something. So The Man Who Fell to Earth is on TV. There's a TV version of it. Did you know that? Uh, no. Yeah, apparently Showtime has released a new full trailer for the upcoming sci-fi series, The Man Who Fell to Earth, inspired by the Walter Tevis book and David Bowie's film. Okay. Uh, Bill Nye. Is Thomas Newton. Oh, well, that's better. Yes, he's a better Obviously, actor. that's much better. He's much older, of course, which is... Much older. Chiwetel Ejiofor yeah. is in it, and Naomi Harris. Blimey. And the story follows a new alien character. Oh, Ejiofor. No, Ejiofor. Is Thomas Newton. Is Thomas Newton, maybe. He arrives on Earth as a turning point of human evolution must confront his own past to determine our future. Blimey. Naomi Harris plays a brilliant scientist and engineer. And the cast always includes Rob Delaney, Jimmy Sampson... Wow, blah, blah, blah. so it's happening. Yeah, so Kurtzman says, who wrote it, each of four plays an entirely different character. He's the same alien species, this is an interesting thing to mm. say, that Bowie was in the film, but he's not the same character, and he wasn't the first one here. He arrives on our planet looking specifically for her, it says, her being presumably another alien. Right. Oh, or, or for Naomi Harris, maybe. All oh, right. So there's such extraordinary ability inside of... Well, wait, blah, blah, blah. That's enough PR about this. Okay, that's but, interesting. But yes, uh, one thing I really responded to, says the producer, was the loneliness of Bowie's character. I've read it, by the way, have I told you that? But it's about alcoholism, which right. so is the film, by the way. I mean, one of the things I think is really weird about that film, particularly Al- is Nicholas Rogue. So Nicholas Rogue is a brilliant, yes. brilliant filmmaker. Don't Look Now is like the best film ever made. Right, right. And in Don't Look Now, if you, if, which I've also read the Daphne du Maurier short story that mm. comes from, he completely takes that story and does something incredible with it. Right. In Man Who Fell to Earth, it more or less follows what happens in the book. And because Walter Tevis was an alcoholic, it sort of just becomes about drinking. And I guess the alien thing is just a metaphor for that. Mm. But it's kind of weird in the film, if you remember, what happens in the last third of it is he just starts drinking loads and loads yeah, of yeah, no, gin. Yeah, And that sort of is why it all goes wrong. Okay. And, and although I get that Walter Tevis was writing a book that might be a metaphor for alcoholism, I, in my literal way, do sometimes think when I watch that film, mm. bit of a shame that, because from a science fiction point of view, mm. there might have been more interesting things to yeah, do for yeah. the alien than just to get drunk. I mean, it's all. I think the idea is that the that Earth corrupts that alien. I mean, by the way, the one thing um, that's exciting, because... Well, is it exciting? Because it's got not got Bowie in it. It's not got any of his music. Actually, I'm not that excited. No, it's, well, it's kind of exciting, it. but not that... From a Bowie no, point of view... No, it's not much Not that us, exciting. Though. I wonder if they'll do the scene where the woman wees herself, because when I was okay. young and I saw that, right. I found that very much made an impression on me. Right, right. I don't so? know how else to put it. It very much you, made an impression on me. Do you want to know the bit I'm talking about? Yeah, but you mean you've, you've found it... Um, Probably quite, quite exciting, arousing. but didn't quite know where to put that right. excitement when I was right. young. Right. Because it was someone weeing. Right. Um, it's confusing as well. Is it? What, it do you remember it, it exactly? Do you remember? I don't remember it exactly. I okay, well, I, I have a feeling, <laughs> uh, I mean, correct me if I've talked this up in my imagination, mm. 
But who's what's the name of the woman in it? She's really good in it. Uh, Do you remember? I no. can't remember. She's brilliant you're, in it. You're about to tell me a story, and you're sitting with your elbows. Sorry, no, you look a bit like Vic Reeves when he's about to rub his knees. <laughs> well, that might be because <laughs> that's I'm, what I'm, a bit I'm thinking about. about this moment. But if you remember, she sort of falls in love with Thomas Newton. Yeah, uh, and then he takes his eyelids off. And, yeah. and he's an alien. He's got yeah. alien eyes. Yeah. And she comes in and starts screaming. Yeah. And then I think there is a close-up of her knickers kind of trembling and okay. we comes out of it. Right, right. Yeah. Which, you know. So it's a sort of, yeah. And that, anyway, is that the one difference? Is, it, is I can't remember now. That, it's the trembling before the we comes out that I particularly... Right. Like, how did they do that? Tremble? The trembling knickers, yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> is, is it a special effect or did they actually tremble right. or have I just made this whole bit up I'm sort of wondering if it's a little bit of a figment in your or, yeah, or maybe I don't know is the big difference between alien and man the eyelids is that what they were suggesting how do you mean he took his eyelids off you remember that bit yeah yeah. but I'm trying to remember if that's if that's like da da I'm an alien because we don't have eyelids or whether it's more about it's his not body. eyelids it's eyelids his... is wrong I said eyelids eyes I should have said eyes. Doesn't he cut his eyelids off? Or? No, not his eyes. No, these are eyelids. Sorry, you can't see what I'm doing. But these are eyelids, the things that cover your eyes. No, no, you, you're you like a do child. That. You can't see what you're doing. You, yeah. you haven't disappeared. No, you, the listeners, can't oh, right. see. Not you. Right. You, the listeners. I thought you thought you'd disappear because you closed your eyes. <laughs> yeah, I'm an ostrich. No, he, what he does, he takes off his eyes or whatever the retina. Right. Why is it? Was, is it the retina? Uh, iris, the outer retina. lens of yeah. your eye. Right. He peels it off. Right. Yes, and underneath okay. it, that's his right. actual pupils. Yeah. Interesting, of course, because everyone thinks Bowie's pupils sure. were alien anyway. Yeah. Uh, he's got kind of yellow cat-like pupils with a very yeah. thin pupil that looks yes. like the, the Roswell alien's eyes. Got it. Uh, kind of. Uh, and then he's also bald and yeah. different shaped. That's he's it. wearing a sort of weird humanoid body mm. as well, I mm. think. And, yeah. Uh, but we... No, we... I can't. I think we know he's an alien by then anyway, because he's had flashbacks to leaving his wife and family right. on, on the planet Zanussi. It's definitely a film you watch in out of it because it's the film you watch. BBC Two will run it at sort of eleven yeah. o'clock, and you get back from the pub, you watch a bit, and you get bored. Isn't yeah, it? I don't think I've ever watched it in one oh, sitting. No, I, I, I must have, have done, but the, at the end of it gets pretty boring when yeah. he's just drinking and watching seventeen tellies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also, there's a slight sense like there is this notion of it corrupting, right? But well, in terms of what they're going to do with the new one, yeah. right? I think in 1975, they thought, drink and lots of channels, right? Yes. Particularly Nicholas Rogue in America would have thought, I'll show what's corrupting and overwhelming for a person is 14 different television channels. Whereas now, of course, that seems like absolutely nothing. That reminded me of, I was watching a thing on TikTok, I think we should mention that for our younger listeners. Yes. Um, And it's, I don't know if this challenge is really going to catch on, like the ice bucket no. challenge say but they've got this thing and 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 then and it's it's basically sort of heavy metal fans or i don't know whatever hard rock fans and they sit looking at camera and they get challenged not to headbang oh. when they play certain tracks it's quite fun to watch because you right. think that sounds a bit rubbish but when sort of back in black kicks in or something by rage against the machine you can watch them finding it not quite, just quite diff- difficult it's not that it's necessary I suspect they just could stay still if they and they do to an extent it's more they find it really funny and you can see they're quite enjoying it and then another track comes in and they're like oh my god this is so good and they, yeah. they start to move a little bit it's does, really it's does fun. anyone manage to do it uh, I think mostly the ones I've seen they mostly crack towards the end but I don't right. know if they've been doing it for hours yeah. but there's something really nice about it because they really appreciate oh you're playing that one right. it's really cool that, that's a big challenge for me back yeah. in black I yeah. Yeah. So, yeah back in black is one that they right. use a lot but the thing I was thinking about, so to your point about the channels corrupting, was there definitely was a period, wasn't there, when there was a whole thing about how dangerous headbanging was. Yeah. And it was in the early 80s. And I remember at school, yeah. 
it feeling like quite an illicit activity because it felt like everybody had agreed it was really bad right. for you. It was a moral panic. Yeah, but also it was just like it would hurt your... It would it, give you brain damage. Give you right? brain damage, yeah. Um, I remember there was brain damage worries about... Do you think... Um, I suppose what I'm wondering is if that, looking back now... But did you ever headbang? I don't think I would say I headbang because that seems weird. You I know, don't I remember did. ever headbanging. And I quite no, liked... I didn't, I didn't... There was a point in my life where I liked heavy rock. Yeah, I, of course. Well, I liked Led Zeppelin... I went to see Richie Blackmore's Rainbow okay. once, and I quite like them. I don't know if that's headbanging, was it? Rainbow well, no, it was more rock. Yeah, more sort rock, of rock. Almost a bit pop. Well, I, by, the, by the 80s, yeah. I, partic- I, I always didn't like sort of industrial death mm. metal, you know, mm. that kind of really mad mm. heavy metal stuff. So, And I'm not sure you can headbang to Led Zeppelin, really. Not really. But you no. probably can to Immigrant Song. Uh, is it Immigrant yes. Song? Goes, I mean, the most famous or is it, one. No, it's not Immigrant Song. Yeah. It's Cashmere. Well, I'd say Immigrant Song is a bit more raucous, isn't which it? One go, which one is it? The immigrant Song is... That's Immigrant Song. That's Immigrant Song. Immigrant Song, ladies and gentlemen. That was and us doing it. Cashmere is... All right. So you can headbang to both those, but Immigrant Song definitely. But I don't think you could headbang to Cashmere. Maybe not. Too slow, but I know... But things like, um, but the most famous one is Bohemian Rhapsody. You know, the, on, on Wayne's World when they yeah, when they it, do yeah. that, yeah. Yes. So it's that. But, that, but that isn't the most famous one. I mean, it is it is the most? Well, it's a famous bit of head banging on Wayne's mm. World. But Bohemian, the idea of if you said to me, "What's the most head banging song in the world?" Mm. I'd never say Bohemian Rhapsody because mm. lots of it is ballady and weird and choral. It's just yes. that bit. Well, it's just da, 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 da. most head banging song in the world will be something by you know Motorhead, won't it? Uh, well, it'll be Ace of Spades by Motorhead. I mean, this is, I'm going to show you because this is. I like Ace of Spades by Motorhead, by the way. Can I just say? Oh, yeah, of course. I really like it when Lemmy says, That's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. It's sort of a hilarious thing to say. Yeah, it's. Shall we do some headbanging? Yeah, I'm going to do it. It's not, it's not great visually for the. Yeah, and for... also we don't have proper music, but you're just going to play it on your phone. I'm just going to play it because it's just good. I'll tell you what, it's what's. We're going to take the headbanging challenge. We're going to do it now. Yeah, I'm going to do it on you. Okay. And With then... what? With, with that song. With an actual... Well... Are you going to choose a song? Yeah, because I'm just going to play you a bit of TikTok that does it. Oh, okay. I and then... I you... thought you might go for a Bowie one. You'd okay, have to well, go let's come like, back to that. You'd have to, like, go for Tin Machine. No, no, I can, that's a really good... That's a good headbang challenge challenge, which is to find the Bowie one. Check. What would be the most headbanging Bowie track? I would say? say... Is Under Pressure? I'm trying to think of it. No, that's not that's headbanging. Not headbanging, is it? No, um, definitely not Under Pressure. I thought it might be something like Moody's uh, Daydream. Conversation piece? Com- no. no. But something like Moonish Daydream, and particularly, like, there are some vers- live versions of that. I think Or that's... Suffragette City. Or dun, Panic dun, in Detroit. Okay. Or no, Panic in Detroit. I think it's that. Play Panic in Detroit. Let's Wait see on. if we can't head... We let, well, let me set the scene with the okay. real thing. Okay. Although I'm having problems with the... Um, with the Wi-Fi. Uh, with the Wi-Fi. But that's okay. Let's just try this. So, so Here we go. Sorry, can I just explain? Yes. You know they use that weird voice often. Yes. It didn't throw you. No. Okay. I wasn't sure if I, how heard much I was talking to my granddad. Yeah. Um, right, here, here comes a headbang challenge. Hey, can, can you just stop a minute? Oh, for God's sake. How yeah. would it have thrown me? What would happen? I would start saying, oh my God, what is that weird yeah, robotic... I thought, oh, I can't do it anymore. I no, thought what? you were going to say... Yes, I thought somehow you'd just think, what the hell is going on? <laughs> or okay. That's strange that you would think that. <laughs> I don't know why. Because even if I hadn't have heard it before, yeah. it's still someone saying, get ready for the TikTok headbanging challenge, which you've been talking about for 20 yeah. minutes. So, but not only, in that voice. Still only a, thir- a certain amount you could be thrown by that. If I'd have said Oh, like God! That. <laughs> what the fuck is that? So, no, I so wasn't... So you're cool about it. it? I'm cool about Definitely, it. Definitely, because you're about to hear it again. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it is quite hard. So it's quite hard. I'm watching you now. 
Yeah, it's quite hard. But what's particularly hard is when they change it. Oh, <laughs> that is quite hard. You want to nod your head, don't you? I do. I definitely want to nod my head. Oh, they change it quite quickly. So I don't want to nod my head to that. No, he it's seems a, to. That a, guy. It's it's only yeah he does. It's only ones I know. Well, it might be one now. No. See, yes, you do. What's that? Ace of oh, Spades. No, it's Ace of Spades. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do. Okay, I've gone. I've gone. I've gone. Yeah. You see, it's... Um, Ace of Spades. Yeah. It's an amazing I'll thing. I'll tell you something about that that's revealed to me about headbanging. I might try it with Bowie on you. Yeah. Which is that when people say it's dangerous, I think there's an assumption yeah. that people do it really fast, right? So the, uh, but that's good. The headbang challenge is quite hard, isn't it? It is quite not hard. But what I'm saying is that I think of things I might want to headbang to yeah, okay. as a bit slower than that. Okay, so here's the headbanging challenge for you with some random Bowie tracks. Okay. But when they're going to be headbanging because, like, Life on Mars, no one wants headbanging. Life on Mars, no one wants to headbang to. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to try and think. If I think in terms of what could you headbang to at a okay. Bowie yeah. gig if he was alive and yeah. if he did the songs we required. Or even if he wasn't alive, you're just listening to it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Like we are about to. Here we go. You want to headbang a bit? Not desperately. No? Okay. The boys keep swinging, obviously. Yes, I know. The boys keep swinging. No, I'm saying it for the listeners, yeah. you know, who might want... Okay, what about... Um... I mean, I've been to see David Bowie a few times. Yeah. And I don't you remember anyone headbanging. You think you mentioned this? You see, I think that does make you want to... I, I'm finding my, I find myself rocking. Yeah, you're rocking. Well, it, I think that is quite hard not to. That, that slightly oh, that's that's Panic in Detroit. I know, but no, no, I'm not doing it to you. I'm doing it to the listener. But <laughs> I, I tell you, we you know we talked about doing a radio show. We have talked. No one's offered it to us, but we have talked about doing a radio show. And imagine if we're doing a radio show uh, with music, and every time we play a track, uh, and you say that's "Get Back" by the Beatles, I go, "I know." Yes, I'm saying it to the listeners. That's part of being a DJ. <laughs> I think if we haven't been picked, you know, no one's offered us that. Yeah, yet. that might be why. But it's important to say that we would do that. Does yeah. that make it more attractive? It might be funny. It, yeah. But I think it begs the question, which is when does a nod become a headbang? And that's back to the mm. thing about yes. the headbang that thing does beg that was question. dangerous, was yeah. seen as dangerous. Nodding. And that excessive banging of the, like moving the head in almost yeah. like a, in a car crash type thing, isn't it? Yeah, you'd get brain damage. Whereas nodding along... Do you think anyone has ever got brain damage from headbanging to brain damage by Pink Floyd? Well, that would be... Well, you can't headbang to brain damage, can yeah, you? Yeah, to the, the end of it, you can. Yeah, OK. I think, it, uh, yeah, you could. Do I think that's happened? No, no probably say. not. No. No, be unlikely. But, but not... But being played... As a form of sort of torture, or being played music that you really want to move to and not being able to move... Yeah. It's not a terrible thing to have to go through, but no, it's, it's not quite like, bad. It's not the Inquisition. No, but it's quite bad, isn't it? It's because something in you that wants to... Yeah. ...that needs to, to move. Yes, yes. No, definitely. But I think you're right. I think when I was listening to Panic in Detroit, just listening to it just then, yeah, you realise that even then, even though it's quite rocky, obviously, mm. it's got a slight soul element to it. Mm. I mean, that sort of give me shelter mm. soul element yeah, to it, yeah. where there's backing singers yeah, leaving right. soulfully. Yeah. And so, therefore, I'm thinking to myself, well, the need to move mm. that the headbanging challenge mm. is about... Yeah. Is it just headbanging? So, for example, if you yeah, play me Young Americans, no. would I want to get up and dance? <laughs> How do you do that dance? Because you're such a funky <laughs> the, the guy. dance I always do. <laughs> let's dance. What about let's dance? And I obviously would want to get up and dance to that. Would you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I probably would want to move. 
Slightly. Would you? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm going to allow I mean, you to move. Not only that, you know, David is actually saying, mm. let's do that. He's, no, he's definitely, it's, um, he's definitely saying that. He's imploring right? us. Yeah, yeah so sure. the, I think you're letting the side down if you're saying it's never made me want to, David. Well, no, no, but no, I matter, no matter how no, but I like much the idea you that say, let's start, I've never wanted to. I like the idea that you've, that got, you've got slightly sort of funky feet and you need to get, yeah. you need to move. Yeah. Funky feet ain't got no rhythm in my case, so, but I don't care. Are you going to play it and see whether you can... Yeah. I'd rather see you move than try not to move, just to see just what to you see, do. Yeah, but I think that won't. the listeners won't get that, will they? Yeah, well, I don't okay, let's, sure let's try get it. any of it. Hang on. This wouldn't even be good on television, <laughs> alone, on a podcast. Let's but, try. Let's uh, see if uh, I can uh, not uh, dot. Uh, okay. Oh, for God's see, sake. See, once it's in your mind, I think it's different. I think if I heard Let's Dance on the radio, okay, I probably right. wouldn't think I've got a dance. Okay, it's the fact but that you're now that we're... Oh, see? Let's see. I, yeah, I can feel it. You're, Sticky you're, this bit. You're pretty still at the moment, but... Oh, there he goes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I did dance. That's why Tim's laughing. I mean, that is a very, very, very loose rendition of the meaning of the word dance. Because mm. what I actually did was shift a bit in my seat. I didn't even get up. I know. And then, what the I, link and then is. I pointed in the yes. air, a bit like in my own mind, that, John Travolta. That's what I was going to say. In Saturday Night Fever, I, except John Travolta is actually dancing and wearing a suit and pointing in a way that, although it's a bit comedy, is kind of brilliant. I literally yeah. just pointed to the ceiling. I think what I was going to the reason the link came with people who think about music from their when they were a kid because they've got nothing else mm. and so is that when so it was for a certain generation when you say oh I bet you can dance the thing you do is to John Travolta point because yeah. that's the sort of international yes. sign for dancing, dancing yes. but what it isn't is dancing. No, it's definitely not it's dancing. It's like, I know what you mean by dance, yeah. and here's a thing, Yes. and I'm going to point, and yeah. now I'm sort of, can we move on, please? Yes. That's no, what no. it was. Someone who doesn't know... I actually know, really want to see you dance. Someone who doesn't know the John Travolta point would just think, oh, David Baddiel, if he had been in this room, mm. did a long thing about how he had to dance, mm. and then all he did was point at the ceiling. Yeah, he, th- he thinks like, like there was something is, wrong with that light bulb. He thinks that someone asking you to dance is someone asking you, where is the upstairs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so for some reason, exactly. that's what he does, and he tells he, you. Yeah. So I, I get that. But also I am quite lazy. Uh, and so the idea of actually getting up for no real reason mm. except maybe to make you laugh. And mm. I knew I could make you laugh just by mm. pointing. Yeah, because, because we're not on camera. No, so so I, if you were on camera, I could have done really quite a big dance there, mm. which would have only, wouldn't have been true. Mm. Because let's dance. Although I, I would contend that, that once you've got mm. it in your mind that Bowie is saying mm. actually that, mm. come on, get up and do that. Yeah. You do sort of feel like, oh, I should. Like, oh, uh, it'd be rude. It's it'd be rude of, not yeah, to. Yeah, and David, and yeah. actually, the minute you think that, you realise that yeah. the build-up is designed to make you, you know, well, it's, hit the dance floor. The build-up is like um, Twist and Shout, isn't it? Yes. Except it starts with it. Yeah. It sort of starts twist with and Shout really... is designed to make you dance. I believe yeah. it's designed to make you do the twist. Well, I think we've talked... Well, it was at a time when you could <laughs> yeah. do dance crazes, wasn't yeah. it? I know. Um, I think we've mourned the fact that you can't now, but Have we Have we actually mourned it on, the, on this podcast? I would like to say now that we should... You know the lightning seeds, Ian Bro. So I do. We should basically... Create a novelty song. Create, not called, even a novelty song. I think it should be called The Point. Okay, I was um, going to say the bustle, but anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Everybody's doing the bustle, and then you yeah. go from Nottingham to yeah. Dundee, yeah. from Edinburgh to... Oh, that's a bit like... You need a rhyme. Street. You need a rhyme, I think. Or what you could do is say, everyone's going to Barry's boot camp. They're working out their muscle, doing <laughs> the hustle. Hang on, that's like scan, that. but I don't no, know. I, 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 I just wanted to get quickly to the rhyme. Are I've, they doing I, the twist? No. Are yeah. they doing the foxtrot? No. 
Oh, no, 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 there's, no, there's no rhyme. No, 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 no I was right. thinking about whether you can do a, uh, like a chorus. Did you just say thing. hustle or bustle just there? I think you said hustle. Oh. No, okay, that's a different dance. The, the hustle's hustle. maybe better than the bustle. Or maybe it's the hustle bustle. <laughs> no, the hustle bustle <laughs> just sounds like a character on In the Night Guard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Itsy bitsy, what they called it in the Night Guard. I think that's the... No, that's the Teletubbies, I think. No, but there's a character in Ninky the Night Nonk. Garden. The, no, Ninky the Ninky Nonk? Nonk is also in the Teletubbies, isn't it? No, there? no. The, in the Night Garden, what's the name of the main character in the Night Garden? I honestly don't know, because oh. I skipped it, because we were Teletubbies, generally. Oh, OK. Anyway. But I think the dance thing, you could definitely bring back, and it could be do the hustle bustle or, or whatever. And, and I it's think very, the, very early 60s, do the hustle bustle. It's, I can imagine Helen Shapiro... Yeah. Releasing, but that's, that's, yeah. Do the hustle bustle. But it's like the twist, like, for example, the yeah, twist. Yeah, the locomotion. Or the local, but were I suppose my question is: Were people were they picking up on? Were people no, doing locomotion? No, no, it's totally top down. I think because the twist. I think makes basically, it seem basically like it songwriters and record mm. companies realised in Let's the early sixties. Yeah. Well, they realised you could sell singles by mm. inventing this idea that people are mm. doing the twist yeah. or doing the no, locomotion. No. Or the Monster Mash. Or, or the Monster that, Mash. That and let's write a song based on that. Yeah. And then people will actually start doing yeah. the locomotion because they've seen Little Ava doing it yeah. on, on Ready, Steady, Go. Yeah. <laughs> and then that becomes a thing, but it's just to sell records. But I wonder whether we could be more... What's the last one? Wigfield. Saturday night. That's not about a dance, though. Is but it? she does a dance to it. Yes, I think that's different, though. Oh. I think it's different. The sort of there's a dance in a video that catches on, right? Whereas it's the songs that you know are song about the dance, about a dance. But what was the which last make time it sound were, like we? What was no- the last time there was a song about mm. a dance? Because I'm not sure that people dance like that anymore. Anyway, do they? It implies a notion of people sort of dancing in a slightly. I tell you what it is, right? Actual, genuine mm. bit of intellectual thought here. Mm. The, the dancing that happened in the 60s in clubs when you see mm. Carnaby Street or whatever, mm. it feels very free form or whatever yeah. compared to what people were doing at tea dances or yeah. ballroom dancing, which would have been the thing just about yeah. five years earlier. Yeah. But it probably took a while to deformalise. Mm. And whilst it was doing that, there was things like the twist and That's, the locomotion, yeah. which was slightly formal but yeah. much freer than that. But now yeah, people mean. don't have any need to be formal yeah. at all. Unless... I don't know when you last went to a club. About 20 years ago. Okay, well, we could spend If a you're few... not including posh, you know, clubs right. where you see media, <laughs> members me, clubs. Members clubs where you see media people. I don't think that's... I went to one of those about a week ago. Right. <laughs> but, but no one was dancing. But I think the thing we could do is go to some clubs over the next few months in the hope that we do spot a dance craze that no one's <laughs> spotted yet. Yeah. A bit and like then, the... T- I still then think, me and you do a song about so it. So what we've noticed is that everybody is doing the hustle bustle <laughs> and nobody's, nobody's on public with it. This. It's yeah. not on Twitter or anything yeah. for some reason. Yeah. What do you think the hustle bustle actually is, though? I think it's like a... It's a bit like a... It is a sort of twist-type dance. Right. But it involves both of you twisting together. Okay. it's not as... In my mind, mm. bustle implies to me maybe a sort of like... Maybe something around your head. Oh, right? okay. So like a like, okay, a, like yeah. you've got a bustle. Yeah. Is it a sort of haircut thing? Yeah. So like you create in your on your head yeah. that sort of bustle. Right, right. Well, I don't know well, why I'm saying this. Essential, my essential part of the song would be explaining. Yeah. You sit down once. You, <laughs> you, your elbow comes out. You have a head massage. You, you, you make a bustle, and then and with your head you go stroke, and yeah. Then, and then so at the end of it, someone says you're doing the hustle, bustle. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's when you know you're doing the hustle bustle. Yeah. And Everything the... devolves really to the hokey cokey, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. At some level, all these things are the hokey cokey. But I think an important part of the video yeah. would be that what you get lots of young people doing the hustle bustle and they're in the clubs. And yeah. But you also definitely need to get like a vicar who says, oh, a nice cup of tea. And you say, Vicar, one thing, if you put your left leg in, well, I suppose I could, and you put the right, and then you put the right. And I'll tell you, you what put... that is. So I've done, we have talked about this, I think. I have actually done this. I'm sure we've talked about it. I'm sorry, listeners, Chris Creature. If you, if you, but I've done this because it didn't obviously take off. But in 1992, Comic Relief, which is what that uh, okay. sounds like, did a thing where Hale and Pace led a number of celebrities doing The Stonk. Yeah, of right. course. Yeah, and, yeah, I think you have mentioned it, that book. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. song that goes, do the stonk. Yes. Which I don't think... There it, you go. It didn't really have any moves, the stonk. Although okay. I, I do think the video did say, yeah. sort of put your right foot in, your right yeah. foot out. Just on that note, is the Hokey Cokey about sex? Oh. Are all songs about... Well, are all dances uh, uh, yes, about sex? Yes, it's all dance about sex. In a way, yes, I know all dance is about sex, but is mm-hmm. the Hokey Cokey actually a kind of 1950s 60s or whatever it was sort of giggly you put your red leg in your left leg out in out in out shake it all about is it just meant to be I, giggly and about sex i think that it it's what we said for i think it's an it's that it's an enjoyment an open enjoyment about how similar dancing and sex and you can talk about one and sort of be talking about the other i think that's right. what it is isn't it and so it's a celebration of that and it definitely is like Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But yeah, I don't it think be. it's a way of sneaking. It's like we can't actually talk about sex. I mean, you it's do the hokey-cokey in your turnaround. I mean, just, I'm just hearing sex all over it now. Which is what I think pe- we should be ready for this, people will say about the hustle-bustle. Yeah. Is that we're going to get a lot of, like, particularly for you, Badil's smut. And, yeah. you know, and he's trying to sort of ultimately yeah. he's talking about sex. Well, and, it isn't 1962, but yes, <laughs> if it was. And we brought out the hustle-bustle. Yes, I think Mary Whitehouse would be furious. Is what you're saying. And the vicar, sorry, the important point about the vicar is he ends up doing the hustle bustle. I think it would be quite funny. The, it would be quite funny video. on the Let's Dance video. Mm. If, you know, because Let's Dance is a dance song, but it is actually quite, even though it was led to a very commercial part of Bowie's uh, career, quite a yearning song, I think. Like, I don't know if you've heard Guy Garvey's version of it after he died. I have actually, yeah. It's beautiful, I think. And it brings out the fact that it's mm. quite yearning. And obviously, the video mm. has got sort of Aborigines in it mm. and is. Uh, beautiful or whatever yeah. but it would be quite funny to if Bowie's imprecation let's mm. dance if someone did the hokey cokey in right. response to that right yeah imagine if Bowie was on stage right in front of say 10,000 people yeah. and he's doing let's dance and at that point they'd all got together and said I know what we could do here's yeah. a bit of a joke when he says that let's all do the hokey cokey <laughs> That could be the, the people. I tell you, who'd be responsible for that is the spiders because they'd say we're going to get our own back. Yes, and they'll they'll say not only is it the last gig, you know, but it's like, and then they'll surprise him. Yeah, and that's do the true. Okay, so Woody that's, and Trevor. Woody and Trevor would do yeah, it. Yeah, um, and they'd, they'd have got together and said, "Do the do the hokey That will show him. By the way, maybe Vogue is the last. Yes. Oh God, but that's that's, no, that's really long. That's the mid well, early nineties or when is Vogue? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but it, it, it's a classic. It's another. No, that is a dance of this is how you do it, and yeah. you know. And I don't believe anyone was, or maybe they well, were. The point. I'm, I'm going to say I don't believe anyone was voguing in clubs, and now someone is definitely going to say, although no one listens to this, so probably not. But someone will say, I don't know, it was a big thing in New York gay clubs at the end of the yeah. 80s. But I also suspect the twist was real. You think the twist was real? That's what I'm going to say. I think twisting was happening. There's only one person to ask. Chris Montez. Chubby Jack. <laughs> He's presumably... Did Chubby Checker ever thought, I kind of want to lose weight, well, <laughs> but there's... it's not plausible for me because then I won't be chubby. Anymore. I also think that's also true of Fats Domino, isn't it? Presumably. Yeah, yeah. 
that who went That's true. The, went you don't the... see as many people defined by their weight as well, you used to, do you? Fatty uh, Arbuckle was another one. Biggie Small. Yeah, but yeah, Biggie Small was he was he really fat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although he's got small in his name as well to cite to the edge off there. Yeah, I don't know what that's. I don't know enough about whether that's his actual yeah. name. It could be his surname, you know. Yeah. Um, someone came into the office of the day called Lorraine, and all I could think about was Bad Manners singing Lorraine. Do you remember that song? No. And see, so you, you definitely yeah. won't want to yeah. head back to this. Because, I mean, talking of them, of course, Buster Blood Vessel, again, like someone who, if he lost weight, probably couldn't be called Buster that's Blood Vessel. That's what I mean. Vessel, and, and indeed, Lip Up Fatty. Which, exactly. is a, which I think is the most brilliant title for a song ever. <laughs> like, it would have been weird if he'd thought, well, actually, you know what, my doctor's said. I mean, he probably has now. Is he still alive, Buster Blood Vessel? I, it's a good question. Almost definitely, Buster Blood Vessel, if you're listening, Buster, yeah. I'm assuming, probably about 10 years ago, your doctor said, listen, you probably need to lose weight, otherwise you might <laughs> die and you'll get diabetes and whatever. So he probably has now, and that makes it quite hard for him to go on stage as Buster Blood Vessel singing well, Lip Up Fatty. The worst would be that his doctor said... Look, if this carries on, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're something awful's going to happen, like diabetes. And yeah. he says, wouldn't I, you don't think I'd bust a blood vessel? He said, that's, I don't think that will happen, but I think, no, but are you sure? And the, his whole life has been a complete shower. <laughs> yeah, surely I would bust a blood vessel. And they would say, no, Mr. Blood Vessel. No. That's, uh, that's quite unlike, call me Buster. <laughs> that's, that's really unlikely. And then, brilliantly, he would say, well, I'm sorry, this is just bad manners. And leave. <laughs> And on that, we can oh, play that, it I think we should play out. We can play it out, although we've got to get a signal, but we will play it out when we edit it. <laughs> That's terrible. I love that. I love that ending. That is terrible. <laughs> you want the doctor saying, even if in the unlikely event you did bust the blood, we don't call it bust, by the way, but if you did, I imagine what you mean is break, it wouldn't really be fatal. <laughs> Yeah, we're really much more worried about late onset diabetes <laughs> and possibly blood pressure, blood vessel pressure. I think you want to. I, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to end with another big scar character called late onset diabetes coming in and singing as the punchline somehow? No, I'm very happy with saying this is just bad manners. I'm very happy with that as the punchline. <laughs> That's a terrible book. It's not. <laughs> as I can imagine Buster walking out <laughs> affronted. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.